Welcome inside Bonfire Sports, getting ready to talk with Winnipeg Blue Bombers head coach Mike O'Shea. In just a moment, uh, this video brought to you by our good friends at Shannon's Irish Pub, the iconic spot in downtown Winnipeg, 175 Carlton Street. Amazing food, 21 beers on tap, a whole variety of excellent pub choices, whether you're thirsty or hungry or you want some entertainment, local craft beer as well, live music and karaoke nights, but maybe more most important, Winnipeg Jets and Winnipeg Blue Bombers game day specials. Be sure to go check them out at 175 Carlton Street, Shannon's Irish Pub.ca for more information on that and tell them Bonfire Sports sent you. Really happy to bring in the head coach of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Mike O'Shea, joining us live from uh, the CFL winter meetings in Kananaskis, Alberta. How are you, Mike? Good to see you again. I'm good, Darren. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. I hope you had a great holidays and uh, a good time with, with family and friends. Now, uh, obviously, the work towards the 2023 season, well, has already begun. And, uh, well, maybe for people out there that aren't sure exactly what happens at the CFL winter meetings, what all goes down there outside of these media uh, conversations you get to have with us? Yeah, just um, a, a very large agenda across many topics. Um Various various groups meeting, head coaches, GMs, presidents, or board, I guess. Um, uh, updates on on where we, you know, how we fared last year. Uh, rules conversations, um, you know, fan engagement metrics. All these, everything, everything's sort of on the table here. Um, more or less, us being given the information again, then some discussions about how we move forward and the direction we're going to go. Do you take some time to relax? Like, uh, you know, you're in Kananaskis, you're, you're in a beautiful part of, of the country and, and in Alberta, do you hit the slopes? Are you a skier, Mike? Yeah, <laughs> I I'd like to be a skier. Um, but no, this trip, I'm not going to hit the slopes, but they've got a, a, you can, there's lots of hiking trails and stuff like that. We we're pretty busy for, for three days. Um, but you don't have to, you know, you don't have to really go far, just step out and take a look at the view. And that, that can certainly be <laughs> refreshing for the, uh, for the entire day. Yeah, well, well, speaking of the Rocky Mountains and uh, that part of the country, I wanted to congratulate uh, you and your family and, and your son, Michael, uh, on a Canadian Bowl championship with the Okanagan Sun. Uh, I watched uh, their opponent in the Canada Bowl this year, the Regina Thunder, a lot as the play-by-play -play voice of the Winnipeg Rifles, a team we talk about a lot here on Bonfire Sports. Uh, must be a, a real point of pride that your son is succeeding uh, in football after some time in youth sports, but but now in, in junior football in Canada. Yeah, I mean, as as parents, as a family, we're very excited for them. I, I, you know, an undefeated season, finishing with a championship. <laughs> I mean, you, you'll never take those memories away, right? Like him and his teammates, uh, that staff, they're champions forever together. So um, that's, you know, for lack of better words, that's just really cool, you know, and uh, we couldn't be happier for them. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I'll just say this from everybody here in Winnipeg. Uh, that is a Winnipeg Rifles fan. The the Gunners are coming for the Okanagan Sun uh, following their 2022 uh, Canadian Junior Football League Championship. Uh, speaking of family, Mike, uh, the, the culture and, and the locker room and all those sorts of things, we, we've talked so much about, um, you know, here in Winnipeg and really across the league. I've had people from outside of Winnipeg 
talk about, you know, the, this unique mix that this locker room has. And, you know, I could list off all of the players that your club has re-signed, of course, yourself included. Congratulations on the new deal. But, you know, from Pat Newfeld and Willie Jefferson to Adam Big Hill and, and Mike Benson, and I could go on and on. Jake Thomas and Winston Rose, Stanley Bryant, the most recent. Um, that family that is in that locker room, is that what you envisioned when you took this job here in Winnipeg? And, um, you know, or, or, or is it maybe surprised you a little bit? No, it doesn't surprise me. You, you fill that room full of uh, high character, intelligent, very good football players and um, that, that really care about coming to work every day and being with their teammates. And, it, and that evolves. Um, certainly when we first started this, you know, you talk about trying to win championships and, and have a sustainable, um, you know, winning culture um, and, think we've we've gotten there um but once again how how it comes about is really just you know stocking your team full of very good men you know that that truly truly care about what they're doing right so um and then leave them alone you know let them let them take ownership of it absolutely well and i imagine you want to stock your coaching ranks with similar individuals and you've had a lot of continuity there over the last number of years with uh, offensive coordinator Buck Pierce over the last two seasons, Richie Hall over the last number of seasons. How close is uh, the club to finalizing um, the, the, the staff that uh, you'll have uh, in charge of all the departments this year? Yep. Very close. Just a couple signatures left, but I mean, it's just a matter of time. We've, we've never really been big on making the big announcements partly because continuity has been very important. So you really, you really only announce the changes. So I, I don't foresee that being a big thing. Um, but, you know, continuity is important. I think we've got a, a very good coaching staff. Once again, very intelligent, hardworking individuals that understand um, what it takes to work together to to run a team. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of respect um, that goes back and forth between the players and the, the coaching staff. And uh, they're, you know, I'm very fortunate because we definitely have this, uh, you know, are desirable, <laughs> you know, so to be able to keep them around is, is very important to us as an organization and um, obviously uh, a, a key to our success. No, no question about that. The results uh, prove that point uh, precisely. And you mentioned the word respect. Um, there's an individual on your coaching staff that uh, that word almost precedes uh, his name's mention. And, and that's d your defensive coordinator, Richie Hall. I remember years ago, Mike, you talking about, you know, the, the coaching staff. There were years where, you know, there was a, a lot of change from year to year. That continuity wasn't in place yet. And you mentioning that you wanted to surround yourself with veteran individuals, with people that know this league and have a lot of experience in coaching in your early years as, as a head coach in the Canadian Football League. Can you shed a little bit of light on Richie Hall, the, the type of, of man he is and, and why he commands uh, and, um, you know, gets that respect no matter who you talk to, it seems, in, in the Canadian Football League? Yeah, I think you hit on it. It's just the, it's the man he is. Um, obviously, he's got tremendous amount of experience and knowledge in the CFL from playing and coaching for so long, but really it's about the way he carries himself 
and the relationships he develops with the players. It's the type of man he is. His office is, you know, it's no wonder he's got to work so long and so many hours because his time is taken up by people just stopping in and visiting with him on a daily basis because they need that daily uh, injection of Richie Hall <laughs> into their <laughs> into their routine, you know, to um, just make the day go better, right? He's just that type of guy. Everybody loves being around him and talking to him. He's uh, a sweetheart of a man, but a hell of a good coach and certainly has so much information to share. It's, uh, yeah, he's, he's a necessity. Oh, no question. And I've heard that from, from so many people, even the Winnipeg rifles, you know, a team that I work closely with and the work that he does with them in, in kind of passing some of that knowledge down to junior football players and, and young men uh, and women here uh, in Manitoba as well. Um, one coach I wanted to, to quickly ask you about is Jason Hogan, a new addition to your team last season in, in 2022. Uh, he was in charge of the running backs, a former quarterback in youth sports and, and Canadian football. Uh, tell us a little bit about Jason Hogan. Yep. Uh, very intelligent, hardworking, very hardworking, um, very knowledgeable in with the computer drawing. Um, he certainly made us more efficient this year with some of the ideas he brought to the table. Um, thirst for knowledge, like just just a football nut in terms of wants to always be gaining knowledge. He's always searching for more information and um, and looking at looking for good ideas, um, uh, and certainly, you know, really intelligent and, and skilled enough to know what isn't good and what isn't important and what isn't pertinent to uh, his job now. But he uh, he certainly spends the off season thinking about football and trying to get better. Uh, he was a great addition. Um, having said all that, he's just a, he's a guy who fits in too. He's he's fun to be around. Um, good family guy. Uh, yeah, he's, he was, a, he was a terrific addition. Very fortunate that we got him. Some of those things you mentioned uh, about uh, Jason Hogan, I imagine you look for in players to join your team. And obviously with the uh, free agency coming up in uh, February next month and well, the Canadian draft and this year, things changing up a little bit more of a, a longer period of time with all of those individuals and, and how they'll be worked out by teams. Um, you, you've spoken about this before, but but how important is it to find individuals that that the Winnipeg Blue Bombers will draft that have a passion for the game, have that thirst for knowledge like you, you touched on there and really love football and, and want to play at a high level? Yeah, you can see it on film. I mean, you, you don't probably spend a lot of time asking a guy if he loves football because they're all going to say the same answer, but you can see whether they truly love the game um, by the way they play you know, when you get a chance to meet them and try and figure out who they are a little bit more in terms of their character, uh, there are certain things that we um, are looking for. You know, we're looking for leadership. We're looking for football IQ, you know, not just, I mean, they have to pass a, a certain level of measurables, right, to be able to compete at this level. But you really want to dig in and the, into, their, into their character and figure out how they're going to fit. Right. And they don't all have to be the same. You know, we like individuals. We like guys that are unique. But when they get in that room, um, you know, we have a good understanding that that our veterans are going to um, really help them become professionals. So um, 
it's always fun to see the young guys get drafted and, and get into get into our locker room and how they develop. The uh, CFL schedule released in December. I love how the the schedule comes out nice and early every year, gives fans an opportunity to, you know, buy season tickets for uh, loved ones, uh, you know, for Christmas and, and the holidays and really just kind of plan their, their spring and summer nice and early. How do you like your schedule this year? It seems like over the last number of years, you guys have been getting uh, your bye weeks well spaced out and, um, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, are you happy with the schedule and, and how much input uh, do you maybe request um, to the schedule makers every year? Yeah, I think the schedule maker has a, has a, you know, ginormous task, you know, in terms of throwing it all together. And they've got yeah. nine teams that all have their own wish lists. So I, I don't have a lot of input. Wade will show me some drafts and we'll discuss them. The bottom line is the schedule is perfect. It's perfect. Whatever they tell us we're doing, we're doing it. So there's, yeah. there's no change in it now. And I mean, that's the way we have to look at it. There, there were, you know, I do believe that there was a lot made of certain, you know, over the course of time, you know, certain weeks of scheduling and going from one place on the road to the next place on a short week. It's not the way we talk about it in our, in our building, right? This is, it's all laid out. They know what's coming up. Uh, they know as a staff, we're going to try and put them in the best position possible to be successful, um, you know, by looking at monitoring them physically first. Um, and the truth is, it's just a schedule, right? So there's nothing good or bad nor bad about it. Well, if I was a football coach, I would love having two bye weeks in the second half of the season, just a, an opportunity to uh, ensure health is, is at an optimal point when the games really, really come down to, uh, you know, high competition and, and really mattering going into the postseason. Do you like that yeah. part of it? Well, I think you can control it by, you can control that last bye week by winning. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> sure. You know, just take care of your business, uh, you know, on a daily basis. And then by the end of the year, you'll have created that, that bye week, hopefully for yourself. Yeah, two points in June, the same as two points in October. And, and lots of those June home games. Uh, the Madhouse on Matheson is how I like to refer to it, Mike. Uh, 33,000 plus, uh, no doubt, will be uh, there for those games on, on Thursday and Friday nights uh, throughout the summer. Uh, last question uh, I'll, I'll leave you with, and uh, it, it's one uh, I'm, I know Blue Bombers fans incredibly happy to have, and that is quarterback Zach Kolaris, the two-time reigning MOP of this league, under contract for the next three years. Um, now that you've had a, a couple full seasons with him, downtime with uh, with Zach as uh, this team's starting quarterback, um, it really seems like he is a true leader of men and does a lot more than just the magic we see on the field. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, when we... When we acquired him in that trade, he was, once again, I've said this before, he was the only guy that could step in in that exact situation and be that successful, right? He, he really has a deep understanding of, of his responsibility as a leader, um, and he executes it at such a high level um, and then steps on the field and executes at such a high level. So it's, you know... Um, his leadership is his leadership in the room is backed by his play, his leadership with his play. Um, and that's all, you know, fortified by his habits that he has. He works so damn hard and everybody sees it. So, um, yeah, what a what, what a great guy and so, so happy to be around him for another three years. 
Yeah, I, I often borrow a phrase of his uh, that, that he shared, uh, I think it was in the 2021 season, and that's snap and clear. That's been my advice to uh, Blue Bombers fans who uh, are still thinking about, um, you know, falling just short in November. But Mike, tons of excitement too in those fans that all these guys are coming back. You, the coaching staff, looking forward to uh, continuing this uh, really impressive uh, stretch of football you guys have been playing over the last number of years. Thank you for your time, Mike. Really appreciate it here on Bonfire Sports. No problem, Darren. Take it easy. You too. Cheers. 